Welcome to our extended conversation about the horrific loss of 11-year-old Audrey Cunningham. In this segment, we welcome Griselda Castillo of Grizzly's Hood News back to the podcast to talk about her extensive reporting of the missing child case and a discussion of her time spent with Audrey's family. For those of you who have not listened to Grizzly's episode with us previously, we encourage you to go back and listen to episode 76 to hear more about Grizzly's incredible approach to reporting. For now, let's jump into our discussion with Grizzy about Audrey Cunningham. This is The Balance Voice. So it's made national news, and, and it should, the horrific murder of Audrey Cunningham, 11 years old. And Grizzy, you have been at the forefront covering this case. Yeah, unfortunately, that, that was something that went about. We received a flyer request from a family that was in search of Audrey Cunningham. And when I saw her face and her little gorgeous little aura, like I'm like, this isn't right. Something, it just yelled at me like, we need to hurry up. And so that night the search began. It was very late by the time I got the flyer, but we posted. And the following morning, I canceled a lot of things. And I'm like, I'm on my way because if we don't put a lot of light to this, time is of the essence. As you guys know, when a child goes missing, there's not much time. But it's even worse when there's suspicious suspicious uh, circumstances around her disappearance. Uh, somebody living on the house, giving a ride. Child doesn't make it to the bus, doesn't ever get off the bus, never even goes to school. What happened? So it started with that and just to see the community come together, searching for this little girl and, and not finding her as, as each day progressed. So heartbreaking to even wrap it up for the day. Like, how, how do you leave? Like, I have like a lot of trauma right now. I think like a lot of stories we cover do affect me in some kind of way, but I'm able to process and keep moving. But this story, I think along with you guys and everyone else, the public, it's a story that does not leave you. Mm-hmm. Like you just, you could be doing something random like putting clothes in the dryer and you'll think of her and just, it is so shocking, like so scary. And it's like that kind of story that we need to use to warn parents, like be careful who you bring around your children. Mm-hmm. This was on the first day, Chris, this was the first day that it, that she was missing that you got out there? Uh, no, uh, I got out within, well, I got out within like 16 hours, like within, because I, I found out late at night already. Mm-hmm. And I was already kind of tired because like you guys know, sometimes I don't sleep well and uh, keeping up with hood news. And so I'm like, no, I need to rest. I need to get myself right. Because if I go crash somewhere, I'm not going to be good. So the first, as soon as morning, I was out there in the morning and I got to see for myself the marina area, uh, like it's off of, uh, I forgot the name of the street, but there's a, Browder's Marina and that's where they had staged and and placed uh, a command post Mm. so like all these different agencies were involved we had the Polk County San Jacinto County Sheriff's Office Uh, we had their PDs out there then we had Harris County Sheriff's Office assisting HPD FBI like all these organizations all these agencies out there and you know like when you see those videos that it was like time is of the essence and you know you're fearing the worst but you're really hoping that she's going to be okay mm-hmm. you know maybe a miracle something and and it was so terrifying as each day passed 
like, okay, where's Audrey? So, so th- what's interesting to me is how fast this happened because, mm-hmm. you know, usually when a, a child goes missing, it, it takes a while for law enforcement or the community to get together. But this happened really fast. So, it, do you it, think in the very beginning they already knew something nefarious? Like that, that was close around. They had enough information because you said they were by the water. They set a poster on the water. Did they already know that's where she was going to? I don't know. But didn't Don McDougal kind of lead them there? Yeah, I do know. That's there were sightings of, of him by Saturday morning, I believe. That's when we caught wind that there had been a sighting of him in shackles pointing under a bridge towards the direction of the water. So she went missing Thursday, uh, was reported missing 5.30 p.m. around the 5 o'clock hour. And then uh, search began Friday. Pe- more people were involved. Saturday, we uh, enter um search into the arena so we knew okay you know tim miller's going to do an excellent job their experience they're going to have a lot of people on board searching land air water whatever and so yeah by saturday we knew like hey this is they had this man out there there were sightings people were driving by seeing this and so uh we had our first press conference about it so it just it it just like it was so scary. Like I can't even describe those the the feelings. And as each day wrapped up, Saturday, no Sunday, was the worst one because the water wasn't even helpful. Like the situations, the water current was so fast, and I'm like, wow, you know, like they're they're having to end the search, you know, because the the conditions weren't that great. It was very windy. Mm-hmm. Just n- nothing was working to their advantage. The setting the stage, this little 11 year old girl uh, was escorted to school by Don McDougal, 42 year old friend of the father who lived on the property with a lengthy criminal criminal history, including um, uh, child enticement, which is something he pleaded down to. Um, She never made it to school. There's a question of whether or not the school ever alerted the family that she wasn't there. So the search began well after um, she 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 was hurt. It was dark when when I started getting pictures of the searchers, like checking the woods, the boats, you know, in the in the water in the lake. Uh, It was already very dark. Right. I think they stopped searching around three or four. And that's when they had volunteers first. And then EcuSearch, you know, came in because they they responded right away to help. So it was just very, uh, very good to see that the community was involved, but also like very, very scary. So Thursday morning is when she was supposed to get on the bus. That's when he escorted her. Thursday afternoon, Mm -hmm. she didn't get off, so they knew. Friday is when you started seeing everybody mobilized, Mm -hmm. right? So that's why you're saying time was of the essence. Yes. Because within that short period of time, and then people started seeing pictures of him Pointing to potential areas where mm-hmm. she could be by the so Trinity she had already River. Done something that yes, passed. ma'am. Yeah, you've been covering these cases for you know cases in general mm-hmm. for a long time, Grizzy. Where yes. does this sit with you? It's the oh my gosh, I'm gonna cry, you guys. But it's the first time that a child goes missing and they don't come back home. Um, and it's the first time that we share a story from beginning to sad ending. You know, like we're we sometimes share a flyer and then we find out some bad news or something like that. It's the first time that that we're actually you know a part of watching like bringing the viewers at home people that can't go out there it's the first time that that the urgency is like caught on video 
you know, like we we share very sad stories all the time. But this is one where we were able to get out there right away and and, and just start helping because Livingston is relative. They don't have anything like good news out there. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that also helped draw more attention. Like, hey, there is a little girl missing out here. We need everybody to be searching and Absolutely. looking for her. Yeah. And so we were able to help with getting the word out. Hey, have you seen this suburban out there? Take a look. They're looking for it. They need footage. I had people reach out to me like, hey, we provided footage. This is uh, just encourage others to do the same. Go back and check your cameras. Did anybody see this man? And there were sightings of him and, and there were videos sent in. Thank goodness for social media because that played a big role. People at home helping. You know, I think there is a difference. I, I don't know if you remember. I, there have been a couple times where I've sent you flyers mm-hmm. and maybe you posted or you had yeah. already posted and you were like, Jen, I've already posted that one. Uh-huh. We're but you're right. This is those kids came home. Yeah. And this is this, this is, is the first. so different. and probably one of the first times that we got to see very close hour to hour footage mm-hmm. of how these cases play out, which yeah. is what you don't get with the traditional news media, yes. right? Yes. Yeah, I was I was able to bring that to to the table and and especially for people in Livingston because you know, it took media a little while to get out there. And like, I didn't see them till probably Saturday, the whole day Friday passed. And maybe they might've started showing up at night after people wrapped up, but we were there from the beginning. Like even the night of, like the night she went missing, um, we were able to get her flyer out. Then came the Amber Alert, you know? So yeah, it's just really, really sad and scary. Um, those are the words I keep using, scary, scary, scary. I mean, terrifying. <laughs> A, a mother's nightmare. We talked about this, Grizzy. I don't know if you want to talk about it more, but I think we've got to look at why was he, why did he have access to Audrey? Why did Don McDougall have such unfettered access to Audrey? And did did the community fail her in the community whenever you have a situation of a child that is abducted or exploited or murdered yes the community failed the child 100 percent. but in this case there's so many touch points and 17 years ago he was indicted on attempted indecency with a child he was able to plead down to mm-hmm. child enticement which means he does not have to re- re- register as a sex offender where andy connor director of victim services already working on changing that law yeah. but then the he parents had, may not have even known that but but i don't know like you're right but there's a part of me that's like He'd been in. He'd been arrested. Well, I think there were twelve charges against. Well, right, then we, Grizzy, we we talk about second chance, right? A hundred percent. But you, so you don't know what you call- give your child access. Mm-hmm. Well, and and I don't want to blame. Yeah, but yeah, I will. Yeah, ask the question. Yeah. So I uh, was fortunate enough to be allowed into uh, a vigil, and I got to meet grandmother, and and she told me, I'll just sum it up this way. You know, I'm a person that received second chances. Mm -hmm. You guys know I have a criminal past and I've been able to do good and show good and and give back to the community that I once hurt. And and this this grandmother, this family um, allowed this man to stay in a a camper or something, RV outside their home um, because he 
was looking for a second chance, but what they did not prepare for was that this was a, a wolf in sheep's clothing. This was a, a manipulator, someone who gained their trust. I mean, he'd been living there for about a year. So I don't know what happened in that year's time. Was he showing to be productive? I don't know. Mm -hmm. But this man gained their trust, unfortunately, and he had access to her, you know, um, like giving her rights to school in the to the bus stop in the morning. That's that's a nightmare. I, I, I don't even know what they're I know they're hurt. They are if they could have avoided if they would have yes, known. Of course, yeah, this would have never happened. I mm -hmm. as you sit and watch these things unfold. Do you, how do you feel about like the system? Like, does it give you. Are you proud? You know, you watch the community come together, the police show up, all the techniques and mm -hmm. technology. At one point, they were able to stop the flow of the river, yes. calm the waters yeah. down. So that's when her body appeared. I mean, there's so I'm many very thankful tools. for law enforcement for that. I'm Are very they, thankful. What did they do? They stopped? They, they, yeah. They slowed down the flow of the water so the water would recede, and that's where her body appeared. Yeah. I mean, there's so many tools that law enforcement use that we don't know about. You yeah, exactly. I got to see that. I got to see, um, I did see the, the, once they stopped the dam, I did notice that it receded significantly. I'm like, wow. The, I even showed people while I was out there after they shut it down, after she was found, after the crime tape was taken away and they were done investigating. I showed uh, the video like, hey, this is what in the live feed. I'm showing them the water, how calm it was. And then I placed it side by side with my other phone, showing them how fast the current was that Saturday, that Sunday and that Monday. Because, I mean, they didn't find her till what? Wednesday, I believe it was. Yeah. So, or Tuesday, when would they find her? I don't remember. I think yeah. Wednesday. Too. Wednesday. Friday. Mm -hmm. So, it just goes to show. Now, what I want to know is about this this aggravated assault. Why was he not in jail for that? That's where I feel. Talk about this. Chris. If we're gonna if we're gonna point a lot of fingers, I want to know why this man was not in jail because that could have saved her as well are able to plead down on an offense against a child mm -hmm. another child that 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 case we've spoken to victims of his who have been uh like uh sexually assaulted or potentially assaulted I, we've spoken to victims of his multiple victims of his there there are family members that have reached out to me there's a young lady that she's been courageous enough to to make videos telling her experience and she was failed and she lives with the survivor's guilt now mm -hmm. there's a dad out there that says my daughter's soul like she's just she's just even more broken more dead on the inside because this man was allowed to do it again and again and and ultimately because enough wasn't done to put him enough was permanently not done. Yes. And now they're having survivors yes. that and and i i thought that any offense towards a child in a sexual manner would automatically make someone a registered sex offender enticing of a child you can plead down to you it you can plead down to it and you don't have to register nobody has to know yeah what a what a sweet deal for a predator yeah that's a sweet deal, if you ask me, for a predator. This almost this war on children. Mm -hmm. I mean, they can't. It's just too much. It's too much. It's too much. It's coming everywhere. The galleria of the sexual assault of these toddler boys videotaped yes. because there's no appetite for that garbage online. Mm -hmm. There's the killing of this girl. We don't know. We don't know if she was sexually assaulted before. We don't know if she mm -hmm. was sexually sexually assaulted over the year that Don McDougall had. Mm -hmm. We know nothing, and we don't claim to know anything. Mm -hmm. and, and the Harris County Medical um, Examiner's Office is working on that. Yes, but Grizzy, we want to thank you for thank bringing you. the news to us in real time. 
time, unbiased, un unfettered, unfiltered. It's just allowing people to see what's going on and then also see the good work of law enforcement in the community. Yes. We're so thankful thank to you. you. Thank You're you. are an angel kind of walking thank around, popping up and showing, shedding light on everything. This is definitely a story that I'm going to go get help for mental, like, mm -hmm. uh, it's, it's, um, you need trauma therapy. Yeah, trauma therapy. I've been able to keep it together for a lot of stories. Not this one, because this is very, um, we were more hands-on with this, you know, and we got to see the grief and the pain. Not just, a, a, you know, the, the loss of this child, but something was lost for the community yeah. as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes, ma'am. Follow Grizzy on Grizzy yes. News. Um, just the best, the best. Thank you so much. Thank you. I love you all, too. Thank, Thank you, you for being with us. Thanks for tuning in to today's Balanced Conversation. You can find real solutions and tangible resources in our show notes at thebalancevoicepodcast.com. To join the conversation, follow us on Instagram at thebalancevoicepodcast and on Twitter at balancevoice underscore. Stay up to date on Runya's work by following her at the Runya Report. And we can't wait to see you next week for another Balanced Conversation.